Welcome to the Site Visit Podcast, leadership and perspective from construction, with your hosts, James Faulkner and Christian Ham. Business as usual as it has been for so long now that it goes back to what we were talking about before and hitting the reset button. You, know, you read all the books, you read the email, you read Scaling Up, you read Good to Great. You know, I, I could go we on. We got to a place where we, we found the, the secret serum, we found the secret potion, we can get the workers in, we know where to get them. Once I was on the job, it quite a while, and actually we had some extra concrete, and I poured like a room finished patio out front of the site trailer. <laughs> the guy uh, just hit me up on LinkedIn out of the blue and said he was driving from Oklahoma to Dallas to meet with me because he heard the favorite connect platform on your guys' podcast. Own it, crush it, and love it. And we love celebrate it, these it. values every single day. Let's get down to it. We have Adam Timler. Hey, guys. MC, auctioneer extraordinaire, <laughs> and also handles business development matters at Metal Building Group. That's right. How are you, man? I'm good. Yeah, a little tired. Uh, it was a pretty <laughs> eventful weekend for sure. Um, and great crowd to work with. So, But uh, yeah, no, happy to be here and, and sad to be leaving. Yeah, no kidding. That was an action-packed 48 hours. And uh, yeah, you did a fantastic job. Thanks, Made man. Last, <laughs> night at the, last night at the dinner and the auctioneer, like you, you guys, uh, Donna was telling me, uh, I think last year you'd probably five x your your take home. Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 put a couple extra numbers or, or zeros behind those dollars. So uh, and I mean that was my job. Uh, and so I <laughs> I forewarned the crowd. I'm like you know uh, the Adam might you might have known before this. Uh, it's it's a different person stepping up on the stage. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean the the whole idea is just you know it's it's for the community. We're trying to raise you know some funds to go into a scholarship program. Mm. Um, so I'm not going to be shy, you know, in trying to uh, uh, ask for your money. And so I think we achieved that last night. No, you, you really did. You yeah. didn't have to dance either. No, you, no you, you I was threat- ready. <laughs> you, thre- you threatened to dance. Yeah. Yes. You got. Uh, do I have to I dance? I got a few for this? tools in the you know in the toolbox. So. so how many times have you done that before? That'd be my first. Holy smokes. That was yeah. good. Really good. Yeah. And we chatted uh, a little bit last night at the mm-hmm. dinner. Uh, some of the things that you do outside of uh, emceeing and auctioneering yeah. Yeah. and business. But why don't we just before we get into a few of those tidbits and some highlights, I think, from the okay. conference, maybe just give our audience and our listeners uh, the Coles notes on who Adam is and what you currently do, Metal Building Group. Right. Okay. So uh, I'm in a business development role with Metal Building Group, and uh, we are a steel contractor. So um, we primarily focus on pre-engineered metal buildings. We're full service in terms of supply and install, uh, but we also bring to the table uh, a network of fabricators. So we do a lot of conventional steel or hybrid projects as well, um, mostly in the industrial sector like energy and utilities. Um, but with pre-eng, I mean, there's there's a lot of applications for it, even in commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's yeah, and so I mean, yeah, part of my job is educating our clientele, whether they're either they're familiar with pre-eng buildings and, and the capabilities and the clear spans it can bring and the uh, economies that it, or the savings, the cost savings you can get out of it. That's a big thing about pre-eng is it's, it's an efficient design system for steel construction for low to mid-rise. And um, yeah, hey, everybody wants to save a few dollars yeah. on their project as well as time. I mean, it's, it uses a bolted connection instead of field welding. So it goes up a lot faster. And uh, that sometimes is kind of the, the big key that's leading the story of why somebody wants to build a steel building. Um, so, yeah, I keep, I keep myself busy. We, we do a lot of either subcontracting, but also prime contracting work for clients that want to nice. turn key projects. So, 
we, we really get a variation of projects, big and small, and a variation of clients as well from pri- private to public. So um, I'm pretty fortunate, I think, where I work. It's a family-owned business, uh, so it's a different environment, um, not as corporate, but um, uh, they, they've given me a platform to thrive, and, um, and they, they always encourage me to come to these VRC events. And so I... I, uh, Did they put you up to this? <laughs> no, no. This this is all my doing. I mean, I think oh, once well once they threw me in the ring, I've I've just stayed in the ring. <laughs> That's what you got to do, man. Yeah, you take it, tough it out. And uh, how long have you been at Metal Building Group for? Uh, just under four years. Coming nice. up in about a month will be my four year anniversary. So, yeah, it's things long, are going well. Long time. Yeah. And we chatted last night. Uh, we had some. Uh, we had Cam at Ram at the table as well. That's right. And uh, good, great company, great guy, great guy great company for sure and uh he's of course he's a rugby guy but mm-hmm. also learned that you're a rugby guy too you're oh yeah a big rugby guy big rugby guy talk yeah. a little bit about you that google me out there just just google the tornado and you, you'll get some clips of <laughs> yeah. my uh yeah my my past uh efforts there um oh, yeah cool. i mean uh i've grown up playing it out here um i grew up playing in high school and then playing you know varsity at ubic and then i had some opportunities with uh, rugby canada when i was a little bit younger um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I actually took a bit of a hiatus from rugby, um, while I was, uh, actually switching careers. I was, um, working in banking before this. Mm. And, uh, and, and so at that time, the routine with that kind of structure and that, and that work environment worked very well. But, um, uh, for, for a number of reasons, I just needed to take a break probably because my body was probably too beat up too. And yeah. you just need to dial it back for for some time and so yeah when i did that i actually that's that's the time when i started getting into the construction industry haven't looked back um but more or less recently i think i was just finding with all this extra time i still had mm. uh, i was going a little crazy and uh just had to put all my energy towards something and and honestly the sport is therapeutic for me so um yeah it it, it i can show up on monday to the office and 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 you know be be re-energized at my job i might be you know limping here yeah. or there or carrying a black eye but uh, uh, it's it's a sport that challenges you in so many ways, um, on and off the field, and and I think there's a lot of mantras you can really take from that sport um, that I carry with me every day, and uh, and I think I try to do that actually at some of these events here. Um, and it's funny enough, you there's a, there's a lot of rugby players in the construction industry. We chatted about yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So Cam, even himself, actually, we we went to provincials when we were a little bit younger uh, with our uh, BC team. So oh, it's very cool. Yeah. Well, the conversation of construction and sport has come up a number of times this weekend. You know, obviously, we're in NHL playoffs right now, but right. And, uh, and this isn't a, a sports podcast or a construction podcast. But <laughs> sounded like one. But we uh, <laughs> we realize that um, you know, and James and I often talk about uh, you know, there's a lot of culture pieces that can also be brought into a construction podcast because we're people, yeah. And construction people, men and women are um, they have a lot of uh, great interests, and one of them being sports mm-hmm. and so i think that that is really cool and to dig into that a little bit more and um and i think that we might just we're gonna say you're gonna chime in on sports aren't you james no no, no i'm not <laughs> so what do you think you know after being at the conference like this and um like what's your what's your sentiment of like the you know how the conference has gone and so forth and you've been chatting with people and what's oh, yeah. the feedback you've gotten uh, it, uh lots i mean um uh, uh, besides the auctioneering, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I threw I mean, a lot of energy into that. You did, and <laughs> um, uh, didn't hold anything back. But I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, I, they did a great job with all the panels that we had. I think, think seeing, you know, different stakeholders at the table, all having kind of conversation, like from your trades, your GCs, your your consultants. It, it's it's um, it's inspiring to see that because it's like it's hard to take or to do that 
when you're back in the office, like the practicality of it. So when you see it happening here, it just opens your eyes to, okay, yes, we can have these tough conversations or here's how we need to have these uh, or address these conflicts and, and, and not be so combative and, and, and focus on what, you know, the real task is at hand. Um, so I think that came in a lot of forms from some of the panelists that we had. Uh, also just um, a little bit of reflection, a little bit of reflection about, well, what is it that you want out of your job and mm-hmm. your employer um, and, 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 and the two-way street between that relationship? So, I mean, if you have a good employer, uh, there shouldn't be reasons to be looking elsewhere, right? Like they should be taking care of you and, and, and making this a prosperous lifestyle career. Um, and if not, well, then maybe yeah, there's, there's other places you could be looking. Um, but at the same time, you need to be asking yourself, what am I bringing to the table? And have I, have I, have I, have I tapped into my potential? Um, and, and, and I, you know, have I communicated to my mentors or my, my, you know, seniors, uh, what, what, what I'm looking to get out of this job because nobody knows what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's just about having those conversations. It's amazing how simple it can be. Right. And, and what you can accomplish is over a conversation. So in in terms of what you were just saying there about, um, you know, communication on what, you know, you want out of your job or Mm -hmm. someone wants out of their job. Mm -hmm. Um, do you feel that these days that there is an even exchange of what expectations are and what is delivered? Or do you think it's like still inequitable? <laughs> uh, I Probably the latter, like you're saying. But I think that the dial there is slowly changing. Mm. Like Eric yesterday, it was a little eye-opening when he was talking about like the whole conversation about our, our understanding from one generation to the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same story. Like, I was shocked when he threw up that quote from Socrates. I was like, you're kidding. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Even that back then. Nice. That, 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 right? Exactly. That, that threw me off. But that hit home. Being like, okay, well, clearly. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and why, why are, are we getting anywhere? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, that, that just kind of puts it into perspective, I think. Being like, okay, well, um, then how do I need to change my position on, on this conversation? And, and it's honestly, it's those little cues that can make all the difference. Even, even in a sport, even if you're training in the gym, if you have the right trainer and they've given you the proper cues on what to activate, the rest of the system starts to come and, and fall into place and your performance starts to, you know, uh, excel and rather than plateau. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of the same, similar paradigm to when, you know, if someone this you know, in the restaurant industry, let's just say someone works at McDonald's yeah. and we all still expect the Big Mac to be X amount of dollars. Yeah. And yet the employees are getting paid, you know, ridiculous amount compared yeah. to the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that Big Mac price is only like fluctuated by what, like a buck? Yeah. And, and, and uh, only min- that could be the bar for many other things. But the, well, it's, <laughs> well, don't they have the Big Mac index or something? Is what Big Macs cost all over the place and what it costs? I think to I make heard it. about something like that. Yeah. Like there's some, like, yeah, there's some um, metric that shows you all over the world what it costs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, and what they charge for it. But yeah, I think that that, you know, as, you know, like, you know, with we, like, we run a company and, and, you know, we're always trying to balance, you know, what we're uh, providing right. and, uh, you know, what the expectations are yeah. um, without passing that on to our customer too much. Yeah. So there's, there's always that, you know, that profitability kind of uh, delta or gap. Yeah. Can, trying to manage all the time. Yeah. And yeah. keep the thing rocking and rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, managing that expectation. But I think if you're able just to communicate the value, I mean, everybody sees value in a different mm. form. Um, so, I mean, just if you're able to tap into that, then, I mean, it, maybe it's an easier conversation and, and you know, and you don't, yeah, saves you from a tough conversation or having to, 
we, we've chatted a lot about um, through the last keynote uh, yesterday, which was Eric, right? Yeah. Um, which was a fantastic presentation and, and the conversations we had yesterday uh, with some of the panelists as well mm-hmm. about communicating certain things and the buzzwords and we said the word value. And we, you know, there's yeah. the culture and the collaboration, all this yeah. kind of stuff. But one thing um, that we, obviously we do with the podcast is a lot of industry advocacy stuff. Mm-hmm. Really promoting and communicating on behalf of the industry to be like, hey, construction is an amazing place to be. We had um, Scott Foran last yeah. night. Okay. Are you involved in YCL at all? Not anymore. Oh, Not okay. Anymore. It was you were. a little bit in the past, yeah. But in terms of communicating these things, value expectation, generational shifts, yeah. everything like that, maybe what's one thing, and we just kind of tidy up um, the conversation around uh, that advocacy piece. What's one nugget taking out of this weekend mm. that you would want to leave with the audience or the listeners or anyone that would be chiming into this to really communicate around the value that construction brings the benefits of the generations working together. Auctioneering, anything. Yeah, yeah can you add any tidbits on? Yeah. Uh, uh, can you re- rephrase that once more for me? Yeah, just a nugget that you'd, you'd want to leave uh, with our audience mm-hmm. uh, around advocacy of our industry, communicating on behalf of our industry. And Yeah, well, okay. I, I think it might have come up in uh i think the discussion with uh work safety c and coca there mm-hmm. with dave Bispaldi, who's, yeah. who's a fantastic individual and don't shoot yeah um yeah shout. and don't shoot shoot shout and shoot shouting shouting he, he's shouting baby <laughs> shouting. He, he, he corrected I've heard us on a few that. different ways okay <laughs> good um yeah whereas in like look we're you know we got a lot of people here that are showing up to do a job and 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 just want to do a good job and then go home to their their families mm-hmm. um but also about that like all the pain points that we face in the industry, like just the practicality of, you know, any law that comes in for improving, uh, you know, your health and safety on site doesn't always play out, you know, properly in the field. And so when we have that feedback loop and, and trades or GCs are coming back to the table and saying, Hey, this doesn't work or, Hey, this is costing us too much or, Hey, this is just a barrier that we need to remove. Um, it, that just need that conversation needs to be happening more and more. Yeah. And um, I can honestly say though, from from the pandemic, I think I've seen an uptick in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's it's amazing how collaborative actually the industry was, and and at being at the forefront of being like, okay, this is a problem we're all going to deal with, but we're 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 pushing ahead. I mean, we have to. We got projects, but we also got to do it in a safe manner. And uh, everybody didn't know what the serum was for that. Um, but yet you have everybody trying to, or you, you had GCs sharing their best practices. You had them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, trial and error and, and, and essentially just, it, it just moved the needle so far ahead. And now I, you're seeing, okay, well, you know, if we all work a little bit better together, it, it could be a little bit easier to do our jobs. Right. And so I think there's a little bit, a little stress relief there because I mean, every project itself has its issues. So, I mean, if we can, if we can leave the, uh, human, human, you know, matters out of it and then mm. more focus on the project, then I think it's, it's you know, that's, that's, that's an ideal situation. No, for sure. And I think that that theme has resonated through all of our conversations this weekend. People, of course, come back to the conversation of the last three years and how construction specifically addressed the challenges that we all faced. Mm-hmm. We're a real pragmatic, practical bunch of people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you're faced with a real challenge, it's yeah. like you can either, and George Benson from the Vancouver Economic. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, commission commission Oof. almost said yeah. the other commission <laughs> um he kept saying that it's not a thou shalt do or thou shalt not in terms of like what we will do in this right. it was more of a um uh bringing of people together and being mm-hmm. like 
how do we actually make a change here? Mm -hmm. How can we actually get our minds together Mm -hmm. and have some conversation around this and get pragmatic around it? So I think it's a really good um, point to drive home. Yeah. And construction, when we're faced with challenges, Mm -hmm. really comes together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, how often uh, if that approach isn't taken at the beginning of a job, uh, with an owner and the consultants mm-hmm. or any any of the trades that mm-hmm. and and that's why we're you know the the whole industry is shifting more towards the design build is because of the benefits of having these discussions up front and avoiding any of these you know cost uh, implications down the road that just you know you just shake your head being like how was this missed or yeah, why mm-hmm. wasn't why didn't somebody just point this out or talk about this it could have been easily avoided so it's it's getting better it is getting a whole lot better I agree yeah. Well, Sounds like a good wrap up. That is that awesome. Nice you know, we keep these things short and sweet. <laughs> um, to uh, we we will continue the conversation about the uh, sports in construction yes. uh, at some point in time. I got lots more to share there. Yeah, we'll have more to, to update you. It'd yeah. be, be great to have you by the okay. studio in Yelltown. We'll yeah, no, that'd over. be awesome. Right on, right on. Thanks down for sure. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. And great job again. Hey, thanks MC this weekend. Yeah, I loved it. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> thanks. Cheers. Well, that does it for another episode of the site visit. Thank you for listening. Be sure to stay connected with us by following our social accounts on Instagram and YouTube. You can also sign up for our monthly newsletter at sitemaxsystems.com slash the site visit, where you'll get industry insights, pro tips, and everything you need to know about the site visit podcast and Sitemax, the job site and construction management tool of choice for thousands of contractors in North America and beyond. Sitemax is also the engine that powers this podcast. All right. Let's get back to building.